Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why does making friends as an adult feel so what hard? What should I wear on a first date? What the date? hell is a foreign But that Why hookup was not good. What so do I want my life to look like in five years? We, we want to know too. Since 2012, the Every Girl has been an online destination to help women around the world achieve the life of their dreams. Now, we're excited to bring you the same inspiring content with the Every Girl Podcast. Welcome back to the show. You may be familiar with today's guest. If you've watched an award show red carpet or if you've walked past the beauty counters at Bloomingdale's, Joanna Vargas is known as facialist to the stars with clientele that basically reads like a guest list to the Oscars. Sophia Coppola, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Carrie Russell, just to name a few of her regulars. Joanna's commitment to plant-based ingredients combined with her knowledge and passion for the latest technology has made her one of the most sought-out estheticians and experts in the beauty industry. Joanna Vargas is not just a person, okay? She is a major brand with iconic spas in New York and LA and a line of high-quality skincare products that I'm sure you've seen in the top beauty retailers in the country. If you haven't picked it up already, Joanna is beauty industry royalty. And today she is spilling all of her best tips and insider secrets with us. We cover a lot in this episode. This is jam-packed. We cover everything from how celebrities prep for major events, budget-friendly skincare secrets, lymphatic drainage. You know I asked because I am always wanting to make my cheekbones and jawline look snatched. And we also talk about how to get the glowiest skin of your life from the inside out. But there's a lot more, guys. We talk about treatment celebrities are doing. She gets honest. By the way, celebrities are not just slathering on olive oil and their skincare lines and calling it a day. There's a lot that goes into looking how they do. And she is spilling the tea. She also talks some really fascinating insight on marketing in the beauty industry, how that can be harmful. And she has really good nutrition and like wellness tricks as well that kind of helps your skin from the inside out. She also shares really good DIY hacks that I've never heard of anywhere. It's just using items in your kitchen. You're going to want to take notes this episode. I guarantee it. So maybe open up the notes app on your phone. Please welcome Joanna Vargas to the Every Girl Podcast. Before we get into the episode, we are doing a listener survey to find out what you like and what you want more of so we can bring you the very best content we possibly can. To fill out the quick five-minute survey, check out the link in the show description below. It is very short, you guys, I promise, very easy, but it helps us so much. So I really appreciate it in advance. Our biggest goal is truly to bring you content and conversations that inspire you and actually change your life. That is what we're trying to do here. And at the very least, just brighten your day. So taking a minute to fill out the survey would really mean so much to us and help so much. So don't forget to do that before you end the episode here. Maybe you can pause and go to that survey. Thank you guys so much in advance. And I hope you love the episode. 
Well, Joanna, welcome to the Evergirl podcast. We are so excited to have you and I have so many questions for you. I know you have the best expertise, so I cannot wait to dive into it all. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Let's do it. Okay, so I would love to actually start at the beginning for you. When did you first become interested in skincare or beauty? You know, I would say that I've always been kind of like a beauty girl. I my grandmother was really into product and so I always had tons of skincare and lip glosses and bubble baths and things as a child. And in middle school and high school, I was always the girl that was like, let's do a mask together, you know, and I was teaching my friends how to do things. So it's kind of been a passion for a long time, but I really didn't, I didn't really think about this as a career until I was in my twenties. I thought I wanted to be a makeup artist and I fell in love with giving facials and really taking care of people and figuring out the puzzle of their skin for them and really making somebody feel more confident in their own skin. I love hearing those stories where what someone does and is so good at shows up in their childhood. And you said your grandma was kind of like your main inspiration and she was really into beauty. She was super into beauty. She had like, you know, perfumes and powders and body splashes and creams and all the things, but she also had really sensitive skin. So, you know, she used to teach me about like what was okay to put on your face or what you should never do. And to be mindful of observing her skin was different from my skin. So I feel like looking back on all of that, she was the first person who ever trained me on how to pay attention to somebody's skin and not make assumptions and really just dive in and learn. Did she get to see you become Joanna Vargas as you are now? She did not. She passed away when I was in college, but I think of her often and I think that she would be so proud of me and so touched that everything that she and I used to do together turned out to be a successful career for me. It's a great sadness to me that she never saw any of it, but I know she would be proud of me. And I always feel like there, she knows in one way or another, you know? So I, I think it's so cool to keep that memory alive. And then everything you do now is kind of traced back to those early memories that are so special to you with your grandma. So what made you so passionate about it? Like, what did you love? I know you mentioned kind of like helping solve the the puzzle for people's skin, but what is it that you loved early on? And what do you love so much about it now? You know, I really love connecting with people People tell me kind of their deepest insecurities. They tell me um, all sorts of things that are going on in their lives because it informs how, you know, your skin reacts to life. You know, if you're super stressed out or if you're having issues, sleep issues, scheduling issues, all of that comes out in your skin. And so it really has taught me over the years that all the decisions that we make throughout the day really kind of inform what we see when we look in the mirror. And I don't think when I first got into the beauty business, people were really thinking that way. You know, obviously now we know so much about gut health and, you know, how diet affects our skin. But back then it was kind of, everybody was doing the same skincare routine on every skin type, on every skin tone. And for me, as an esthetician, it was really my job to be like, okay, well, this isn't working for you. Let's figure out what will work. And I just, I love figuring it out with people because I can see when somebody feels happy in their skin and that brings me a lot of joy. You just touched on what I think is so 
often misunderstood about the skincare industry. I think a lot of people see it as like a very surface level, like, okay, you just want good skin to look good. And and it's very kind of like surface level, but I've said this before, but skincare is so much deeper. It's like related to your confidence. Obviously this, you know, if you have certain breakouts, it can be related to gut. It's something internal, but just from someone's confidence levels, like it affects the way you feel about yourself, the way you view the world. If we feel good in our skin, we quite literally feel good about ourselves. And so I love that that's the purpose for you. Uh, Honestly, I think, you know, without a higher purpose, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how you would continue to do something and love it as much as I have over the years. I mean, I still do facials every day. I still see clients because of that purpose. And I do feel that it has really helped me grow as a businesswoman, as an expert in my field, and really allowed me to be a better employer to the people that look to me for training and and care. So that purpose kind of resonates throughout everything that I do. And I think that that's why I have made it to the point that I have. The other thing I was going to ask you is, I do want to talk about Joanna as the business person too, because it's one thing to become a great facialist and a great esthetician, but what you've been able to do with your, not only like you're like the esthetician, you're the facialist, then you have spas, you have a skincare, like you are a huge brand. And so I'm just so fascinated by that and how you were able to get from becoming a facialist, being interested in skincare, propelling yourself to be this major business person and brand as well. Did you always intend to become Joanna Vargas, have spas, have a skincare line? Like, did you always want this? I think, you know, at your core, you have to want to push yourself to be better than you were yesterday. It's certainly a commitment that I have to myself to keep on learning, to keep on growing and kind of always check myself and be like, okay, what's next? What can I create to make myself and others feel good or feel happy? When I first started my first salon with my husband 18 years ago, really all I focused on was trying to make each client so happy in their skin that they had to tell their mom, they had to tell their best friend or their coworker. And really my business at the core is about that. You being so happy in your skin that you're just radiating that out into the world. And that has always come back to me. That's why the business grew to, you know, I was doing whole groups of friends. I was at one point doing, you know, a whole bunch of women from a certain big bank in in New York because they were all friends and they were all trading all their advice to each other. So that's what's made the career for me so fruitful is that, you know, I'll meet your mom. I'm going to meet your sister or your brother or whomever. And it's just kind of been an exciting, beautiful, beautiful thing. So word of mouth, you think like is really what helped propel your business forward? I mean, in business, you have to know what to do with clients once you have them, you know, keep them feeling like you're completely engaged in the thing that they came for, that you're helping them reach their goals. You're not just, you know, when I first became a facialist, it was very common to have a facial and have the person tell you, oh my God, your skin is awful, but I'll fix it for you. Or, you know, kind of feel like you're, you're being criticized and then, you know, or just be like, 
that's stupid. You don't want that. Throw away those products. Here's what I'm going to do. So it's, it's a combination of things of when you're one-on-one with the client and being a good business person in the world, how you deal with other people and being a good, being able to train other people to do what I do. I'm not afraid for the people that work with me to be just as good as me. That's what I want. I want that for them. I want that for me. And I did not have that type of mentorship growing up in the industry. And I truly think that that is a big key to my success is I'm not afraid or have an ego when it comes to what I'm willing to share. Even if you don't work with me, I've, I've shared many things with many estheticians all over the world because there's plenty of clients for all of us. I just want everybody to, to do well. And it's not easy to be in business. It's, it's not an easy task. So whatever I could do to be helpful, I'll do that. You do not gatekeep. That's for sure. No. Like the abundance mindset, because I, I think that's so true in an industry like the beauty industry that can feel very oversaturated. Everybody's trying to succeed at in beauty. And so to feel like there's enough for all of us, if we all can be successful, like that's the dream and like sharing your tips. I, I also love the advice that you gave of hiring people that I know there's like a tip to like hire people that are smarter than you, like duh. But a lot of people get in their heads of like, I don't want this person outshine me or so like wanting the people that work for you to be just as good as you with clients. Those are really great tips that you just dropped. Thank you. (laughs) So now getting into skincare tips, which I know you have the best advice too. The first one I'm dying to ask is I have to dip into your red carpet skincare secrets. How do you prep celebrity clients for major events? So... You know, it depends on the person. It depends on their schedule. A lot of times for big red carpets, people have been working right up until that moment on either the project that they're being honored for, or, you know, they're about to do a whole bunch of press for a movie coming out or a a TV show coming out. So if I have the time, if I have several months in advance, then we're doing things like Morpheus 8 as a kind of starter prep because nothing builds collagen like that treatment. I have it housed in a real spa treatment. It's got a lot of technology like cryotherapy, oxygen therapy, all these different things. But you know, it's uh, for anybody who doesn't know what Morpheus 8 is, it is microneedling with radio frequency. So we're creating controlled damage on the skin to increase collagen production, to remold the collagen, to tighten the base, and also to address fine lines and wrinkles and any sun damage that you have on the skin. If I don't have any time to prep, if it's just sort of like like for Metball, I had a longtime client who doesn't live in New York come in and she was like, I'm coming in. I need whatever you can give me. But I had two days to prep her. Then it was more like, you know, microcurrent, oxygen therapy, LED light therapy, those kinds of things. Nothing that's minimally invasive, everything non-invasive, but those non-invasive things really, really work great. And if for anybody who has sensitive skin or would be too afraid to try Morpheus, or if you just, it's Morpheus isn't right for you because there's a lot of people that can't do it. If you commit to a regular routine with microcurrent treatments a little LED light thrown in there and some oxygen therapy, your skin is going to be just as beautiful. It's just the consistency, right? 
Okay. Morpheus 8. I haven't heard of that. I have to try that. That sounds amazing. Are there anything that you recommend clients do not do? Like whether it's like things to eat, certain, I know obviously like the invasive treatments leading up to it, but anything else that you recommend they stay away from before a big event? I do have a certification in nutrition, you know, without making sweeping generalizations, certain things that I will advise is to try not to touch alcohol in the two weeks leading up to alcohol raises your cortisol levels in your body, which will result in internal inflammation. It's going to make you puffier. It's going to possibly cause you to break out. It impedes proper digestion. So those kinds of things that you could avoid would be great. Also, you know, try to get on a regular sleep schedule and perhaps avoid things that you know are triggers for you. So like, for example, somebody might break out from eating cheese. Another person, it might be just not drinking enough water. So I try to kind of customize my advice, but just like the normal things, if you don't want to be puffy, don't eat anything salty. Don't eat, you know, sushi with lots of soy sauce on it. (laughs) Those kinds of things. Because, you know, no matter how many facials you get, you're going to get puffy in the morning from that. And if you have any internal inflammation going on in your body, you're going to wake up with something on your face. So a lot of puffiness is, sounds like dependent per person. Like there are different things that can kind of activate inflammation, different people, but like sodium, alcohol, those kind of like main things stay away from them a couple of weeks leading up to a big event. Yeah. And do everything that you can to like de-stress yourself also, because stress also raises your cortisol levels and will lead to breakouts as well. So anything that you can kind of reset yourself to do. And then I guess my final piece of advice, which seems slightly obvious, but like, so when people are, are breaking out because they're stressed or they've been drinking or whatever, they have a big event. The first thing that anybody wants to do is throw like, you know, an acid peel on their face or find some crusty tube of pimple cream in their drawer (laughs) and just slap that on. And so then it's like, you have a burn on your face. What is happening over there? And, you know, that's not going to help. And don't pick at anything because that's not going to help either. So the day of an event, I'm not going to do extractions, but there's a lot that I can do to calm down inflammation from a breakout on the skin. I remember one year for Oscars, the morning of the Oscars, I met someone for the first time who had a giant hormonal pimple on her chin. And, you know, she was like, good luck. I don't know what to do here. And there was a lot that I could do to it to calm it down so that it could be covered. Did I make the pimple go away? No. That's not what you're going to do Oscar morning. But I also, I myself did not extract it because you cannot do an extraction of that nature and then put makeup on top. You won't be able to cover it properly. So just calming down the inflammation is more the key there than trying to poke at it, pick it, or throw, you know, acid on your face. Okay. So do not poke people because I know that's, I know how tempting that is firsthand. So what are those things that you can do someone at home if they wake up the day of their wedding or something with a big pimple, what can they do to calm it down? A good solution is to put a clay mask on it. Like you could just dot it right on the breakout. I would actually the night before sleep in it. Some mask that has subtype of clay will, you know, kind of draw 
out what's inside the pimple. If you know, like for example, in my line, I have uh, an exfoliating mask that has lactic acid. It has clay and pineapple enzymes. If you dot that on, because the lactic is very, very gentle, it'll help calm down the inflammation and flatten it by morning. Mandelic acid is also another thing that's very, very gentle, but I would just do it right on the breakout itself and I would do it the night before. So that morning, you know, you're left to, let's address like getting hydration into your skin. I would make sure that I did a nice, simple, invigorating massage on the face to make sure that you have your circulation pumping, that you have like some rosiness in the cheeks and that you feel good about yourself and then you can just cover it. Okay. How do you do the circulation massage? I know it's going to be hard to verbally explain it for people, but what's your strategy? You know, I try to advise keeping it very, very simple. Your hands are your best massage tools. So a simple upward hand over hand massage, you would start on the neck, make sure that when you're doing the neck, you get the sides of your neck up to underneath your ears, because that's where your lymphatic system flows into the the face so that it can deliver fresh nutrients to the skin as well. Then I would go upward on the cheeks on both sides, and you could just do hand over hand, upward, upward, upward. And then do the temples, do the forehead. And then I would just do little circles around the eyes from in to out. So do under the eye from the corner, the inner corner of the eye outward toward the temple. And then from the inner corner of the eye on top, just along the brow bone or right under the brow bone, again to the temple. And you'll feel like your face looks a bit more depuffed. You'll feel better with yourself, you can always do a jade roller, but if you're going to do a roller, I would advise not going back and forth on the face, like you're vacuuming the floor, but do it from inward to outward, from the center of your face, outward to the side of your face, and then down on the neck. Your lymphatic system does not have its own pump. And so it relies on, you know, massage on your diet, all these different things to function properly. So if you're having breakouts, if you're if you're feeling puffy the morning of, it's because your lymphatic system is feeling sluggish. So you want to stimulate that so that you can depuff your face and move on with your day. So rolling into out and then down. Okay. Into out and then down. And I love what you said too, that it increases circulation as well. And it kind of adds a rosy cheek element. Yes. You know, upward will increase your circulation and you'll just look like, okay, now I feel awake. Your eyes will feel like they're more open. You'll see that nice little rosy glow happening. And when you're doing your face massage, if you're using your hands, try to use an oil-based serum that works for your skin so that you get good slip on the skin and that'll help you a lot. Oh my God, that is such a good tip. I cannot wait to try that. <laughs> so I'm so curious. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of clients you have that are like last minute. Okay, get me in. We got to figure something out. Before those clients who have a big event that they can lead up to, whether it's like a few months in advance. For me, I'm thinking about, you know, people listening, their wedding coming up, or even if it's not a wedding, it's like a big birthday celebration. Yeah. What is almost like a timeline and the different services or treatments that you recommend leading up to an event, maybe starting like, is it like three months out? Do you start getting certain treatments? And like, can you walk us through a timeline of what you recommend? 
Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I would say if you have a wedding coming up or any big birthday or anything that you want to look extra special for, really the ideal time frame would be six months ahead. That way you could kind of give your body time to kind of get on track, especially if you have an issue. Like let's say you're getting married and you're struggling with breakouts, for example. You need that six-month time to kind of like find the find an esthetician that you trust to clean your skin on a monthly basis. Have that professional help choose products with you that start to work and help your skin in between your appointments. So that's super important for an acute issue. And same thing if you have super dry skin, sensitized skin, you are going to need to find that right skincare routine and you don't want to be doing new products leading up to your big day. Then three months ahead, I would start to look at like, okay, now that we've gotten, you know, sort of the breakouts handled or the, the, you know, routine at home all sorted out, let's start to do microcurrent facials. You can do LED treatments for anybody who's not aware LED It is great for increasing collagen production. It reduces inflammation. It's great for sun damage. And again, it's completely non-invasive. So you could start doing some LED light therapy treatments either at home with a device or professionally at your local esthetician. And that is wonderful, no matter your skin type or your skin tone. And it can help anybody. If you're breaking out, LED will reduce inflammation and help your skin get healthier so that it will stop reacting so much to every little thing in your environment. Same thing with sensitive or or dry skin. Again, we're trying to restore health and wellness to the skin with an LED device and that it's completely non-invasive. So for the first three or four sessions, you're just going to have to trust me that it works. And then after the fourth session, people will start telling you that you look good. And then that's when you'll know that I was right. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, you know, the week of you want to make sure, and you know, look, if you're also like, if it's a big birthday, like, or a class reunion and you want to look, you know, really, really tight, maybe you could do some, um, radio frequency and that would be again, like maybe two, three months ahead. So that two to three month period is when you start like, okay, I'm going to dial in the glow up phase. You know, the first three months is like, let's get like all the acute conditions handled. And then last three months is like, I need a massive glow up now. I am ready. For my brain, I'm like, uh, all I want is just like a time frame. That's so <laughs> comprehensible too. I love that. Okay. The next thing I want to ask you about is under eye circles, puffiness. I have both somehow. I get under eye circles that are dark and I get a lot of puffiness. What do you do? What are your tips for any under eye issues? So, I mean, you know, a lot of that, unfortunately, is hereditary, you know, especially the darkness. And there are eye creams that do help it along. But just as a a basic tip, again, if we're going back to that, I have a big event that I want to look great for. There are a lot of great eye masks these days that do wonders for right before you go into hair and makeup. In my line, it's the bright eye firming pads. They're, they go right under the skin. They're very soothing. They depuff, and they have peptides in them. So really like hydrating, strengthening right before you go into your makeup. Another cool trick just with like when you're kind of in a pinch and you don't have masks or, or 
you know, masking is too expensive. You can always take two chamomile tea bags, steep them, and then cool them down and put one on each eye. That's Depuff Brightening City. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Great tip. Yeah, it it really, really works. Right before I had a girlfriend that was getting married and we kind of stayed up too late talking, I had her throw cucumber slices on her eyes while she was getting her hair done. You have to peel the cucumber first so that it's nice and flexible so that it'll sit properly on the eye area, very, you know, with no spaces. But that also works really well if you want to do something like more of an at-home remedy. Okay. So the cucumber thing really does work because I know that kind of seems like a like stereotypical what people do to relax, but like that really helps with the under eye. It does. I mean, it's cooling, it's depuffing. The chamomile will be more hydrating than the cucumber will be, but both work really well for the eye area. So that those are kind of like my old school tips for, you know, a quick fix. Oh my God, those are so good. I love a good DIY. What foods can someone use in their kitchen or fridge to apply a face mask? You know, the the easiest two foods to use on the face are cooked oatmeal or yogurt. Yeah. So oatmeal is super hydrating, weirdly, and also it's very soothing for the skin. So, you know, obviously cool it down. I feel like I have to say that because, you know, I don't want like <laughs> anyone to be like, I took it out of the microwave and now I'm going to yeah. put it on my face. The burns. Yeah. Yes, we like, don't want that. You know, buy real rolled oats and cook it on the stove, cool it down. You can add some honey to that. And uh, honey is very hydrating as well. And use that as a mask. And it's so soothing and hydrating for the skin. Alternatively, you can do yogurt with um, some mashed up avocado. Yogurt is gently exfoliating, but also soothing for the skin. It's something you learn in esthetician school that you can throw on somebody's face in a pinch. The yogurt and avocado is really great if you have dry or sensitive skin, or you just need like a glow up. So those are two kind of basic things. And you can add in some fruits if you want, some berries and make it fun. I'm now picturing myself like eating oatmeal and just like putting, just stabbing a little on while I'm eating my <laughs> my morning oatmeal with my honey in it. <laughs> also the thing that probably should go without saying, but I would just like to clarify for people, it is specifically like just rolled oats. It's not like the packets that have sugar in it. No. Same thing with the yogurt. It is not the fruity yogurt. It's like just plain, unflavored, no sugar. Yeah. And obviously I, I'm going to put another asterisk on our current combo by just saying like, I obviously <laughs> do actually recommend skincare, but I understand, first of all, DIY is fun and it's meant to be fun. It's also something that in my grandma's day that people did quite a bit because there wasn't this incredible amount of, of skincare out there. Another thing in a pinch that you could do back to my chamomile tea You can steep cotton squares in your chamomile tea water that's cooled down and use it as a compress all over your face, which will be brightening. It'll be hydrating. It's really soothing. It feels so good. And, you know, whenever you have a big event, my one thing is like, take a moment to chill out. Like, that's the best 
thing that you can do for yourself that will make you look the best more than a, you know, what ingredient or this or that, that people always recommend. If you're not relaxed and happy, it's going to show, you know? That is a really good tip to like chill and chill with a nice cotton soaked in yeah. chamomile compress on. Or your That's cucumber slices or whatever. Slices, <laughs> dab a little oatmeal on there. Yeah. I love to like multitask, add it all on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, those are so good. And I do think like a, having a DIY option is very empowering, especially obviously the vast majority of people cannot go afford the really expensive treatments or products out there. So to know that there's a lot of things you probably are already have in your kitchen that you can throw on today and do something amazing for your skin, I think is a really empowering thing. So moving to foods that you're not putting on your face, but you are ingesting. I know you also are really good with nutrition as well. What are some things people should be eating for good skin? Because obviously, as we know, skin starts from the inside out. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just the basic things that your mom has probably told you your whole life, which is eat your vegetables. People do not I think, realize how much the body needs vegetables to digest properly, to naturally detox your system and vegetables feed your skin more than anything else. So if you're struggling, you know, if I get a client that is struggling with acne, I'm not saying that eating vegetables is going to cure your skin. But what I am saying is like, let's get you to a point where you're having vegetables with every meal so that you're doing everything possible to be as healthy as you can so that your body can heal itself. Because all of the things that I do in skincare is to help the body heal itself. The body repairs itself all the time. It, it repairs itself while you sleep. So you want to help that that along. So doing like sauteed vegetables in an omelet it for breakfast is good. I drink, uh, there's this nutritionist uh, who I'm very close friends with. Her name is Kimberly Snyder. She has many, many books. We just had her on the podcast. Yes. We love Kimberly Snyder. Yes. We love her. Big fan. If you are an esthetician working for me, her books are required reading because she is so incredibly smart about things. Anyway, she has a, a smoothie called the Glowing Green Smoothie. And I personally drink the glowing green smoothie every single day. I have recommended it to clients for years. If you, you know, if you don't want to eat a salad, drink your salad. It's a smoothie. So it's not a a juice, right? You're not extracting the fiber. It's a smoothie that you have to like kind of chew to drink it, but it's amazing for your skin. So those are kind of like the basics. If you're struggling with your skin, I do always recommend getting food allergy tested to make sure that there's nothing that you're eating that you just can't digest because that does happen. But keeping it really simple, avoiding sugar and things that you know are not good for you. If you're struggling with your skin and you're eating too much sugar or too often, that's going to make it more challenging. You know, the digestion process is is more challenging. You're going to have struggles in your gut from all of that. And then I would also, honestly, I'm really obsessed with probiotics. There's a company called Activated You from California that has a probiotic that I just adore. And they also have something called Morning Complete, which is a little powder of greens that you can throw into 
you know, if you want a fruit smoothie for breakfast or something, put a couple of scoops of that and it has prebiotic, probiotic and greens in it. And it tastes great. So if you, you know, there are different tricks to getting the nutrition in you. And then, you know, probably, you know, if you're not a young kid, you probably shouldn't be eating so much dairy just because it's not because I think dairy is, you know, it's not going to fix anything, but again, just what you struggle with is digestion, right? And so what are the things that would be harder for an adult body to digest? And if you're having troubles, you're going to see it in your skin. I love hearing you speak on this because I think for so long, obviously acne or rosacea, other issues were thought of as like just a service level issue. You go to the dermatologist, they give you some kind of treatment to put on top and then that's it. But we're finding out more and more that so much of that is actually coming from internally, whether it's eating foods that you're not digesting properly and that's resulting in rosacea and the breakout, whatever, or whether it's a gut problem, whether it's inflammation. So I just like love your tips for like that internal beauty and how that affects the skin. Cause I think that's so important for people to hear. Yeah. I mean, I think we have to look inward on what we could do. Your body is it's like this well-oiled machine, you know, and we don't think about it a lot, but it really is amazing how it can heal itself. So if it's not doing that, what could we do to help it function better? And that's all we're looking at right now is like, what could we do better? What could we improve? And you don't have to be perfect. I'm certainly not perfect. And I don't expect that from my clients, but you know, let's see what we could work in you know, pick one thing. If you don't want to have vegetables for breakfast, maybe you could have the smoothie or maybe chlorophyll, you know, drinking a shot of chlorophyll. I used to do that to the kids when they were younger, you know, little things here and there make a big difference. Okay. Speak more on the chlorophyll for people who have no idea what that is. Tell us about it. So chlorophyll is something that, you know, it's like the green in leaves and veg and it was recommended to me years ago when I was pregnant with my first kid, my son. And it's a way of getting a ton of greens into your system without having to eat your broccoli. And <laughs> I used to do a little shot of it every morning, which is it's oxygenating for your system. There are lots of minerals in chlorophyll like magnesium, potassium, and zinc, which are very helpful for your lymphatic system. To, so again, depuffing, getting that lymph moving throughout your body. And it's just like a healthy little like shot of veg. I think one shot counts for like three servings of vegetables or something. So, you know, just doing one little shot, you're already ahead of the game. So it's just a, it's just one of those tricks. I do have one serum, the daily serum that has chlorophyll in it. It was that piece of advice from that nutritionist that inspired my daily serum, which was my first product that I ever made. And it, you know, it's just something that's good and healthy and it just works. I feel so cool. I right now have my chlorophyll <gasps> Look water at you. that I'm drinking. Oh my God. I feel so good about myself. You should. Like that's Serena Vargas approved. Thank that you. That is very, very well done. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I feel amazing. <laughs> but I, because I'm such a huge fan too. Do you like any specific brand of chlorophyll? You know, I normally, there's one that they sell it at like Whole Foods that has mint in it. So it's not so greens tasting. 
Yes. Grainy, grainy. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't have a specific brand. I, it's just whatever they're, it's sold at health food stores. It's a very common, it comes in a, a bottle. It's a liquid and it's a very common thing to find in whole foods or your local health food store. Well, this is going to be the highlight of my week, probably, that I am doing the thing Joanna Vargas is telling me to do at the moment you're telling me to do it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that is you are a beauty guru in your own right. <laughs> I guess now I can call myself that, right? I, I drink chlorophyll, so... <laughs> the other question that I had for you on like all of the amazing tips that I know you share often is dry brushing. I know you've talked about this one before kind of related to lymphatic. Can you talk about why you love dry brushing, what this is? So like I mentioned earlier, your lymphatic system does not have its own pump. So dry brushing, you're meant to do that dry. I'm just highlighting that because some people don't understand and take it into the shower. That's before the shower (laughs) on dry skin, hence the title. Yeah, good distinction. Yes. And basically what you do, it's a coarse bristle brush. You brush the body upward toward the heart. So you start at the tops of your feet, you go up your legs, you go hands to shoulder, spend extra time on your booty, your midsection, wherever you feel like you need it. And it really, it exfoliates the skin. So it's going to stimulate collagen production. It gets the lymph moving. So it's really good for kind of like maintaining a a depuffed look all over the body. It's good for cellulite. It's good for firming the skin, like I said, because it's collagen building. And it's a great two minute, like little trick that you could do before you get in the shower every morning that's going to really make a difference in what you see when you look in the mirror. A lot of people spend a lot of time in their bathroom mirror kind of like, you know, not thinking good thoughts. And again, it's like a it, you know, dry brushes are not very expensive investments and you can get them anywhere now and it's one of those old school tricks that really really works. It's such a good trick because I I totally agree. I like feel different. I don't know how, like I, is there such a thing? Because I swear after I dry brush, I feel almost like a little high from it. Like I feel like it's got to be like stimulating my nervous system or something. Is that a thing or am I making that up? You're not making it up. I mean, it's also stimulating your circulation. So actually you, by the end, when I do it, I feel hot because you're stimulating everything in a, in a good way, you know, it feels invigorating. And then you kind of jump in the shower, you wash off all the, you know, you're, you're sloughing off the dead skin cells. So you wash all of that off and your skin feels so silky smooth and heading into summer season, beach season, all of that stuff. You want to make sure you're doing all the good things for, you know, for feeling great. Yeah, that's a really good tip. Obviously, year round, but especially getting into summer where people really want to have like that gorgeous glowing skin from head to toe. You don't have to name any names, but I'm just so curious. Like, what are the treatments that celebrities are getting that you're seeing celebrities kind of getting more and more to have that flawless skin? And I, I would love for you to speak on this because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of celebrities saying like, oh, all I use is my skincare line that I have, but they are you know, 60 and have not one single wrinkle and look like they were just born yesterday. You know, like There is a lot of, I think, artificial advice in the beauty industry that is setting unrealistic standards. So I would love if, if you just have any insight on like what treatment celebrities are getting, what are you saying that's becoming more common? Yeah, lots of thoughts. 
first, I want to say that when I first became an esthetician, there was no social media at all. Imagine that. The dinosaurs were roaming the earth and we had (laughs) no Instagram or TikTok. So you got advice from magazines and from your esthetician. Now you're being bombarded with information. And I think what people fail to realize about social media is that like a lot of that kind of thing is meant to be attention grabbing rather than real advice. And, you know, just because something went viral on TikTok does not make it a thing. You know, it's just that person got a lot of attention. You know what I mean? Like, let's kind of like, let's remember what it is and start off there. Now, in terms of like, you know, what people are seeing as opposed to, or saying as opposed to what they're doing, you know, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, traditional, some people, there are three buckets, I always say. There's the non-invasive bucket, like microcurrent, LED, and oxygen. There's the minimally invasive, doing laser treatments, Morpheus 8, like microneedling with radiofrequency. And then there's the invasive, like doing Botox filler and surgery. You have to decide which, who you are, where you fall. You know, if you're a non-invasive person, then you have to know that you have to be regular with your appointments, that it's more time consuming because you're not going to get that, you're not going to get that pinned back face. Like if you had a facelift, it's just not possible. Right. But I think like the people that come to me are looking for natural, bringing out the best that they can be. So I, in New York city only, I do Morpheus 8. In LA, you have to go to a a doctor for that. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Morpheus 8 is, is something that I do on a lot of people that I see because it really, really turns back the hands of time. You know, even for me personally, I'm, I'm turning 53 this summer and I feel like good about that. I feel happy about that. In terms of people saying that all they do is, is use their skincare line. Nobody does that. You know, I do Morpheus 8. You know, I have one of my estheticians do Morpheus 8 on my face on a monthly basis because I feel better. Um, and I, I feel like it looks, it, it works for my skin. Um, I don't think that there are many people in the public eye that are not trying to do what's best for them. And that includes eating right. That includes exercise. That includes trying to seek happiness and, and being at peace with who you are. You know what I mean? But Morpheus, radio frequency, microcurrent, LED light, And then there's this thing called the Balancer Pro that's like a lymphatic drainage air compression garment that you can use. I have them in both my salons in New York and LA. People have them at home. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy, something that I just started doing at my salon in New York and it's coming to LA in a couple of months. But people are doing that more because, you know, breathing in pure oxygen, it's not only great for your skin you know, not oxygen being a natural anti-inflammatory, antibacterial. It's also great for your mind. It oxygenates your whole body. It oxygenates your brain, which, which consumes a large amount of the oxygen we breathe. So you're going to think more clearly and be more calm and reduces your stress levels. So those are really the kinds of things that I'm seeing very, very regularly being done. And that's the, those are the people that I see are, are doing those things, you know? All of those sound amazing. I'm like taking notes of like, I need to look this up later. A hyperbolic chamber. Yes, thank you. 
So that's first of all, amazing. But I, I thank you for speaking on that and like sharing these amazing treatments. Obviously my purpose in asking you this was not for everybody listening to be like, great, let me go out and get all these X, Y, Z that I can't afford. The purpose for me and finding out what are celebrities doing is because there are a lot of celebrities that are like, I just use my skincare. And then we're all sitting here thinking, well, I'm using skincare. What's wrong with me? I don't look like that. And and so even for celebrities who are not doing the invasive things, which I think the vast majority kind of are anyway, but even for people that are just doing non-invasive, they're still probably doing a lot of those things that are helping them reverse aging, boost glow, get rid of acne, like all the things. So I I just like love you sharing all of those, first of all, because I'm obsessed and that's amazing. But just to kind of dispel the myths that these celebrities were just like born naturally stunning and something's wrong with all of us normal people. I mean, it's such a good point because when earlier in my career, you know, when I first became an esthetician and magazines was was where you got your info from, I remember being stunned to find out I was the girl that would buy, you know, Vogue magazine. And I would look at the makeup look on the cover and you know how on the inside cover they used to write, she's wearing, you know, Pretty in Pink by Laura Mercier or whatever. They would list out the makeup colors. I was the girl that would go to the department store and buy the makeup that they said that they used. And I would be like, it just doesn't look good on me. I don't know. And then, you know, later in my career, I realized that was a paid advertising slot, you know? So like, totally, you don't know what you don't know. And that's why it's really important for all of us to remember like what what works for one doesn't work for all. Just because you read something that somebody did or saw a TikTok doesn't mean that that's all of the information that you're getting. And so that's why it's important to have, you know, a touch point, you know, an esthetician or a skincare, you know, a dermatologist, you know, ideally both, but, you know, somebody that you trust that you can kind of like weed all that through and be like, okay, what's, what should I be doing? What could I do that would make me feel great, you know, and really like love myself? I've done the same thing where before it was like looking at the fashion magazine and being like, okay, she's wearing this shade. Let me go buy it. And now I feel like there's a lot of times where an influencer will be like, this is what I use. I'm like, sold. I'm doing that. And then I've every single time I've been like, well, it doesn't look the same on me. Like it's not working the same way. And then you just feel like shit about yourself. So I think that's such an important message is that everything is going to work differently for different people. So to find what works for you, it's kind of circling back to what you were saying before about what your mission is with your clients is to not make them feel like, okay, we have to throw out all your stuff. And like, you have to come back to me all the time because your skin looks like a hot mess and like you're building people up instead of tearing them down. And I think that's so important because a lot of the beauty and fashion industry there's a lot of marketing that that works because you're making women feel lesser than what they are. And so they feel like they need these products, they need these services. So I love that your mission is coming from a place of building you up and knowing that every person needs different things. And so to come from identifying what works for you and stopping there, it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. Totally. And at the end of the day, you you have to live in your own skin. You're the one that has to look in the mirror every day and feel good or bad. And like, you have to like focus on what's going to make you feel good. And that's really what I want people to get. Like that's beauty and skincare is so much fun. And it's such a, a fun endeavor to take care of oneself. And it's something that's actually so important. You will not be a good caretaker for the people that you love 
if you cannot take care of yourself and show yourself respect and love. And so that's to me what it's all about. And, you know, only, only listen and surround yourself with that kind of message, you know? What do you think is going to be the next big thing in skincare? Like what's some technology that you're excited about? You know, I think it's, it's funny to me that Morpheus 8 is having a huge moment right now. I've been doing it in my salon in New York for like the past three years, but it was a Kim K kind of like put it on the map in the last, Mm. you know, nine months or whatever. We're still, that's an exciting treatment. You know, on the horizon, it's hard to say there's, um, there's a technology that's been hot in Korea for many years now. I heard about it many years ago. It's something called Haifu, which is like a ultrasound type technology that's face firming, that's um, non-invasive, but you, you have to go to a very skilled person to do it because of course there's, you know, there's never a magic thing. There's always like, but it could be, it could do this to you. So you have to really go to somebody who knows. I have a facialist friend in Paris who does it. And I, it's never really taken off in the United States. So Haifu is something I'm super excited about. And, you know, the Korean public have enjoyed for, I don't know, I think I heard about it first, like six years ago or something. And I think they're constantly coming out with new lasers that are exciting, that are less invasive, you know, more gentle, more targeted to like your specific needs instead of like, well, just do, you know, Fraxel and, you know, cause that doesn't work for all skin types or all skin tones. Right. So that's kind of an exciting thing on the horizon. And I think, you know, I personally think that the beauty industry is still as, as exciting as it was to me, you know, 40 years ago, you just have more to navigate and be wise with yourself and be careful with yourself. Joanna, we are going to wrap up with some rapid fire questions. Okay. First one, your biggest beauty inspiration. Oh gosh. You know, I guess growing up, my favorite beauty icon was Jessica Lange. I've always loved her. So pretty to me. Um, Lauren Hutton is a super icon for me. She gave me the best beauty advice in the world. I was bitching to her about something about myself. And she was like, you know what? That just sounds like you need better lighting in your bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best advice. I mean, that's probably true. I mean, it's all about the lighting. Yeah. It's all about the lighting, man. Um, Eva Mendez is also iconic. I think beautiful woman. Stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Oh, such good ones. Okay. The most overrated product routine or ingredient you see in skincare? Olive oil. (laughs) Really? Okay. Fascinating. Well, you know, olive oil, smearing olive oil and coconut oil all over your face, like going down to the kitchen and being like, I'm going to use this. That's not one size fits all either. It works for very few people. Olive oil as an ingredient, coconut oil as an ingredient are great ingredients, but yeah, no, that's not in place of skincare. No, just enough. Love it. Great, <laughs> great tip. Cause I know a lot of people are the spewing the olive oil stand. So listen, that's interesting. as an ingredient, it's great. But like, you know, I feel like that was something that went, went wild on TikTok. It's a little out of control. I feel like JLo said, I put olive oil on my face and then everybody put olive oil on their face. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so fascinating. Okay. Your go-to desert island product. Ooh, desert island product. I mean, 
My rejuvenating serum is my, uh, it's antioxidant oil-based serum. It does have olive oil in it, but, uh, it's, it's soothing. It protects it. You know, it gives me lots of antioxidants. It's got argon oil in there. It's got some rose hips and neroli. So good for my circulation. I just love that product. I love the way it smells. It reminds me of my, it's my ode to my grandmother product. Oh, wow. So I, I think about her every time I put it on my face. Oh my God. That's so beautiful. I love that. And that's the the daytime serum, yeah. not the nighttime one. Right. Okay. I got to try that one. I love the nighttime serum and the nighttime cream. That's oh, what I use every single you. night. I'm obsessed. Yay. So I'll, I'll try that one next and I'll think of your grandma every time I use it. Please do. Send a little love. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Last question, a book, a resource, a podcast, someone to follow on Instagram, anything that has changed your life? I mean, I mentioned before Kimberly Snyder being a heavy influence on me in terms of like my career, a book, like an iconic book that changed my life was probably A Room of One's Own by Virginia Woolf, just because it's all about, you know, making a space for yourself, honoring yourself, being true to yourself and following your passion and allowing yourself to have a life of creativity within whatever field you are in. And it, I found that to be the most inspirational thing I've ever read. That sounds amazing. I got to read that. A classic. Oh my classic. God. That's a great note to end on. Where can everyone find you and shop your products? JoannaVargas.com. The brand handle on Insta is at Joanna Vargas. My handle is at Joanna Vargas NYC uh, because I'm an East Coast girl. And um, yeah, hit me up. <laughs> and if you're in New York or LA, go to the spot because I just went to your spot at the Sunset Tower and I'm oh, in yay. love. So it's the place to be. So everyone go check her out. Joanna, thank you so much. It was so wonderful to have you. Thank Such you a pleasure. so much. This was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know I sure did. If this episode gave you any value or you're liking the show in general, please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really makes a huge difference for our show so we can keep growing and bringing the content that you love. If you want more info, you can find us at The Evergirl Podcast on Instagram or theevergirlpodcast.com. Talk to you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 